turn to your neighbor and tell them that you're happy to see them here. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you look good here this morning. We're going to do some quick announcements while we're here and up and moving and listening. And uh, first, we're going to have our midweek life groups. It's going to be now through August the 10th, and the women are going to be in Children's Church, and the men will be meeting here in the sanctuary. Those are going to be on Wednesday nights, and I've heard that those are a blast. And so make sure that you be here on Wednesday nights for those midweek life groups. We also have our mission pledge going to be due today. And for our Branson bus trip, the info is posted in the hallway. So if you are interested in going, make sure that you get signed up for that. That's something that you do not want to miss. That's always a great time for us to fellowship and spend time together. And also coming up, we have North Texas Summit, which is what a camp meeting was formed, was used to be called. And that is going to be uh, in the Plano Event Center. And it's going to be August 4th and the 5th. So make sure if you can make it at all, even just one of the nights, to be sure to go. It is, I don't believe you have to buy tickets or anything. You can just go. And it's a great time to be able to have a lot of our members of our church at events that are out of town. And we can spend time, we can worship together at Summit. Also, we have Youth Sunday coming up August the 14th. We have Oasis on the 20th. And the Mission Pledge on August will be due on the 28th. And our Move the Missions Pledge are also going to be due on the 28th. And so we're going to move into a time of worship this morning. I know sometimes with allergies and everything, sometimes we don't always feel good. But no matter if I feel good, if I feel bad, it feels good in the house of God. So I know when I am different, whenever I change, I know that my God does not change. When things are impossible for me, or impossible for me, I know that God, everything is possible. So Father, I thank you for everything that you're going to do in this place. I give you glory, God. I give you honor. I worship you, God, because anything is possible in your name.
never stop You never stop You never stop Even when I don't see it, you're working Even when I don't feel it, you're working You never stop You never stop Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop Oh, 
you never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you work it. Even when I don't feel it, you work it. You never stop, you never stop working. Come on, church. One second, one second, singers. We're gonna cut it all. We're gonna cut it all. No music, no no mics, no nothing. Because I have a feeling right now some of us need to sing this and make this an actual declaration in our life right now. So we're going to try and get in the mojo. We're going to do this straight a cappella. I see some musicians and some singers out here. We got this. Go ahead, lead us off, Sister Callan. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel that you're working, you never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you've never stopped working. You've never stopped, and you're not gonna stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when it doesn't match my circumstances, you're working. You're never gonna stop, and you won't stop. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop. Yeah.
just spoken we have some few prayer requests we're going to take before the Lord and it's literally not a more fitting time on earth than right now Katie in Brooklyn pool Michelle Thompson brother Griffith he's having neck slash dick uh, disc issues and then Alan Hudson Kathy Boaz Jeff and Joanne Fryer Elijah Robinson Barry Loving 
pastor at First Christian Church had a bicycle wreck. Lucille McFatridge, Beth Bradford, Linda Doweth, Shirley Posey, Brenda Mulway, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, Taylor Malone, Monica Helm, Mildred and George Pratt, Brother Sister John Proctor, Andy Watson, Brother Sister Arlton Bristow, Bob Bolton, Dennis Shannon, Travis Lloyd, T.W. Hosh, Billy and Vicki Trinata, Lois Weems, Brandon Hutchins, Norman Gilbert, Billy Bolton, Brenda Webb, Joel and Linda Peace, Walt and Andrea Irwin. And if we have any needs here today, oh, and Sister Kylie, yeah, she, she was here this morning for practice, and let's go ahead and give her a round of applause for stepping out and still leading us. But if we have any other needs here today, please feel free to step forward, and Virgil Freeland as well, please feel free to step forward and step out, and our ministers will anoint you with oil. There's such a peace here, and Jesus is in this place, and he is moving, and he is working. Jesus, thank you so much for your spirit today that you've already shown. Your spirit's already ushered into this place, God. Lord, I pray that you would continue to touch each and every one of these needs, Lord, according to your will, Jesus. God, you are such a wonderful God. You are still a wonder-working God. You are still a miracle-working God. And Lord, you are worthy of all the honor, all the praise, and all the dances that we can give you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, touch this place, this community, this congregation, and touch our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. That could ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence. You are welcome here. 
take our tithes and our offering. In my 25 years of experience, I've learned that whenever there's a spirit like this, a deep and a churning spirit, God's intention is not for you to walk out of here just feeling that. But what he is doing is he is breaking up the topsoil. He is tilling the ground of your heart to be able to plant a seed in the word in your heart for you to walk out of here. I don't know when you'll need the word or the seed. It may be tomorrow, it may be a week from now, maybe a year from now, but God knows. And so there's been a spirit here in this place that I don't want us to leave here saying, oh, we felt good in church this morning. But I want us to have gone through this worship service saying, God, I felt your presence. I felt you move inside of me. And I'm ready for whatever word you're going to speak into my life tonight in the message. And so I pray that we focus our minds, that we take ourselves into just us and God into a room and say, God, whatever you speak through pastor today, let that word be for me. Let it be planted in my heart and in my spirit and allow it to benefit my life for my family, for my work, for my friends, whatever it is, God, let that word be planted in my heart. Don't let me be bad soil. Don't let me be hard ground, but God, let me be good soil. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that you move in this place. Pray that you anoint the word in the ministry. You bless what's given and that you bless the giver. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
just as a minute while she was singing that song because I have grown up with her singing that song and I'm 45 now so she's been singing it for a little while and um but I was looking up here y'all through that video lens because you see different things when you're taking a picture you know and I was looking at these kids that were behind her y'all they're young you know and I for one it's a testimony of that song because she hasn't ever looked back. My mom hasn't. She's been singing that song for, I've been here since I was six, so probably not long after that. And then I want to say this, that we need to be encouraged because there is a group of young people up here that are giving it 100% worship to the words of that song. That they're not going to turn back. That they've got they've got a relationship with God themselves. And y'all, that just encouraged me. We need to be encouraged. I know y'all are, but it just it just it touched my heart. And I know a lot of y'all have been here as long as I have. And I figured it would touch your heart. Mason's up here singing a song that your grandmother sang back up to that song. I mean, y'all, that's that's amazing. That's two generations later. It just woo. It set me on fire if I wasn't already. Well, I would really like for you to 
all stand one more time. I sort of feel like Jeremiah the prophet today. I teary-eyed. My joy of the Lord is so rich and real today, and just like tears of joy just keep falling. But I got to thinking as we were acquiring refreshing moments here in the house of God. How many neighbors, how many people that you will touch as you leave here? So what I want us to do is I'd like for us to think of the people we might see, the neighborhood we might go through, the job setting we might be in. And today, through the voice of the Spirit, I would just like for you to verbally say, I'll be there tomorrow with fresh anointing. Because that's what's happening to every one of us today. There's a fresh anointing in the house. It's been here all morning. And you'd have to let it just totally be non-effective in order to be more effective tomorrow. So let's just tell them say it audibly world I'll be there tomorrow I will bring my anointing I will bring his anointing we're coming keep your hope high keep your faith up we're coming and would you conclude by saying in Jesus name God bless you as you're seated One of the other things I want you to know is that sometimes because a minister is in a pulpit or in a position, the honor seems to be nothing but honor. But I can tell you that I feel my weakness every day. I feel the limitations of my my body and my mind every day but that's not all I sense I sense his anointing and that's what keeps me going it's not because that I think I'm perfect it's just that I do believe in this God that I preach about and so today it's it's a joy to come to sit and talk and live and worship and share his name, his word, and his future to all of us. I put that up there because I want you to know that he feels your infirmities and your joys, your righteousness, your peace, your abilities, your weaknesses, and your limitations. As I was going through the last few weeks, this thought just matured what a thrill it is for him to know I got you back I've got your history and I've got your future all covered the chill of it is that too many know about it and turn from it don't take advantage of it any parent Anybody that cares about somebody and you try to help them, 
It's a thrill to be able to be in a position to help anyone. But it's a chill when they walk away and do their own thing. And continue, as the Bible said, in their evil ways. Separated from what could have been. So the thrill and the chill, the Bible said he is touched by the feeling of our infirmities. That is the saturation point of truth. So today as we march through these next few minutes, he is thrilled at being able to do exceeding, abundant, above all that you can ask or think. then he is very chilled when he sees that he offers such condolences, such forgiveness, such wisdom, such glory, such love, such victory, and that we allow Satan to have the same ear and help dictate our chart, our course of life. He's reaching out to Paris, Lamar County, but he's reaching further than that. Some of you have extended family, some extended friends, etc. They wait on your letters. They wait on your texts. They wait on your phone call. They wait on what you put on social media. Be sure you feed them. Not the junk from what's happening in the media, not the junk from what's happening, and not the fears. Feed them faith. We're going to make it. God's our light. God's our victory. God is our glory. We don't go to church to go to church. We go to church to get the bread of life. We eat the word of God because meat strengthens us. We pray until revelation happens and we go and preaching eventually has its surface power. And it comes out in thoughts of victory and glory. So, of course we know that all things accomplish are must be according to his will. The things that are accomplishable are already written for you. <clears throat> there is nothing missing for your tomorrow. There is nothing missing for your next hour on earth. There is nothing missing. He said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. You're living right now with all kind of voices from radio stations, TV stations, and media that's floating through this air right now. Having a heart and an ear, the Bible said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. The way you know the difference between demonic spirits and angelic spirits is one will always lead you to freedom and future. The other one will tell you to give up, give in, get mad, get hateful, do people in, but that won't ever be an angel of heaven. The angels of light bring light. And the angels of darkness produce demonic forces called darkness. So what you want to do is grade your heart and see if you're receiving more messages from the dark world or more messages from the world of light. 
That's why he tells you to get your Bible, study to show yourself approved of God. God is a spirit. And when you can read his mind on paper, that is more than most of us could do. It is impossible for God to fail. Impossible. It is totally possible we will listen to the wrong voice. That's why we need a preacher in our life that preaches the Word of God and leads to paths that lead us to study the Word of God. If you're following man, I can tell you, you will be wrapped up in the following things that we're about to talk about today. If you're just following humans that you like, there's a great chance you'll fall off the platform. But the rock of ages is sure. It's a sure foundation. It will never change. He is always changing, and he never will change from changing because he will become what you need at any moment. That's the change he makes. He will become your healer, and then he'll become your savior. He'll become your deliverer, and he'll become your answer. He is always changing, but he never changes from the pure, the holy, the righteous, and the victory. So you have to understand some of that kind of stuff. So John 3 and 7 says, Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. I wish somebody would say must. He didn't make a grammatical error there. And uh, when you get to the next ch uh, book after uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, then you read to the book of Acts. Somebody say action. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John develop your faith about Jesus Christ, about his ability to be God in a flesh body. That is phenomenal. He broke bread and it just kept on until he fed the thousands. That's what he's doing in Paris, Lamar County right now. He's breaking bread and it's going from the pulpit to the pew to the house to the job to the market. Somebody say it. We'll be there tomorrow. We'll be there. And we got bread enough and to spare. We didn't just come empty-handed, empty-headed, and empty-hearted. We came with passion and power and glory and love and peace and joy and righteousness. And we are a sure-footed people because we stand on the rock of ages. He is capable to do exceeding abundantly. But if we don't work with him, that exceeding abundantly doesn't work in our tongue and in our hands and in our homes. So he said, follow me. We know his will because he wrote it in blood. There's no doubt about his will. We know his will because he had it printed. Anybody got a Bible, brother? Uh, would you stand up and hold that thing up? A more sure word of prophecy. This young man and his life has been transformed by that book he's holding. He's had all kind of reason to not be perfect because he's got a grandpa that's not. I'm talking about me. He's got another grandpa. Just remember that. The gospel of the kingdom, somebody say must be. 
I will not forsake the assembling of myself together because I don't want to miss a daily bread that would enhance my relationship with more. Then shall the end come. Then. So be ye ready, for in an hour you think not. It's an amazing thing to me that with the Bible saying it, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. That many people don't pray every day with passion about God keep leading me, keep empowering me, let the word of God be digested into my life. In other words, let it disappear into me and come out in the form or the way that I talk. That's what God wants to do. You don't have to quote scripture. You're, the scripture will put strength in your voice and the spirit will cause it to be powerful. And it is amazing how all of this works. Somebody say, I can, I will, and I do. That's what has to happen to us on the pages of our to-do list. I will, I can, and I will do the work of God or the will of God or the way of God. It's got to get in our hearts and our minds that <clears throat> those three compositions result in great peace, great joy, great fruit of the Spirit, great work of the Spirit. Minds that are solid and will not be tampered with by Satan's influences. I can, I will, and I do. That's what Jesus did. God robed himself in flesh, the Bible said. God became a physical image so we could sense and see that his spirit working through a physical anatomy or body or a mind when it is transformed by the word and the spirit, can absolutely conquer kingdoms and bring about dominion over everything. This is not about going to feel good at the house of God. You never feel good about the doctor weighing you in. Unless you've been on a good rigid diet. And you sure don't want him disrobing you and putting those cold hands on tender spots. You had not been to the doctor in a while. We let the doctor sometimes do more for us than he can accomplish by doing what he does. I'm telling you, when you surrender yourself to God and he touches you in every counterpart of your life, you will be transformed into that glorious victory, joy, peace, and righteousness that you are hungry for. The preacher better preach the place or to the place where it is needed in your life. You don't want to go to a church or hear a preacher that can't affect the area you've been affected in in a negative way. He's got to preach against hate. He's got to preach against any kind of sin that would separate you from the righteousness, joy, and peace of the Holy Ghost. He's not mad at you no more than you are mad at your kids when you have to spank them or to 
punish them for a few days. If the kids knew how much you went through being punishing them, they would never put you and them through the same thing. Three of you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a real heaven. It's a real God. This is not some synthetic religious system. This is salvation that came from heaven, came through the womb of a, ma- a woman, and lived and died and rose again, and he's coming back. I want to be ready, and I sure want to help you get ready. Give me this mountain. Somebody say, give me the mountain. Give me my challenge is what I'm asking you. Give me my tomorrow and I will conquer it through the blood, through the word, and through the Holy Ghost. Uh, Give me my future. Yes, it's got forebodings. Yes, it's got demons. Yes, it's got haters. Yes, it's got criminals. Yes, it's got murders. Yes, it's, the Bible says it. All of the things I just said, the Bible says about your tomorrows. Uh, but what is going to happen is you... <laughs> are going to walk in the bloodline. You are going to walk knowing whether I live or whether I die, I'm his. And if I die, all I got to do is wait on the resurrection morning and I am still credentialed for the glory that was set before me. I am not just another human. I am in Christ Jesus a new creation. I am in Christ Jesus a new creature. I am in Christ Jesus a winner. I am in Christ Jesus an overcomer. I am in Christ Jesus a glory. I am in Christ Jesus a light unto those who sit in darkness. I am in Christ Jesus something special. I'm not just a church goer. I am in Christ. I live the word. I love the word. I work with the word. And I am synonymous with the word. Oh, I wish somebody praise him like he deserves it. Not me. You're not praising me. He's in the house today. He's watching us today. What is it that you wanted to be? Give me this mountain. You want to be Moses? Give me a population that needs out of sin. Do you think he felt weird being one man? Walking into Egypt with the knowing that he had the economics to bring about a total revolution in a devastating economy like Egypt was in. Did you ever read that they matched him one for one and everything he did? He did the miracles and they did the similar miracles until it got to one place. Until it reached one place. And that was the final miracle. And somebody say the blood of the Lamb. That was a solemnity. It was an echo from way back yonder that the people that had the blood post, uh, the blood on their post of their house, uh, that the uh, that the uh, death angel could not come and destroy their young. I'm here to tell you that was metaphorically a spiritual image of the invisible God that is alive right now, and His blood remaineth in His name, and that's why there is salvation in none other. 
other for there is none other name that has the blood that has the glory we don't call on the name of Jesus because it is singularly selective it is because of the blood the spiritual authority of all life is in the blood so when we baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins that blood never stops it works for you every day it works for you in your history it works for you in your future it takes care of everything not about whether I like the preacher or whether I like his diction or whether I like his education. It's about does he preach truth? Does he get enough truth into our world that can separate us from the world and move us into dimensions of his glory? I wish somebody would pray for every preacher in this city again right now. I am believing God for a revival in the preacher's. I wish some had plead the blood of Jesus over this city and county. God, we're not against anybody. We are against Satan. You came to save all of us. I pray for every preacher. I got some great friends out there that are preaching. And I pray that the solemnity of the gospel will absolutely invade this dark community. I can't imagine totally how Moses felt when they duplicated almost everything, or if you put it in general terms, they preached about everything he preached. Every miracle he did, they matched off with miracles. That's supposed to be letting you know that the Antichrist can do things that you cannot imagine because he got kicked out of heaven. He knows the schematic. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That's why Satan can quote the scriptures. But he twists them just enough that you miss the center target of the word of God. For instance, I know a lot of people that can quote a lot of Scripture, but they don't live it. I don't know how to make it any more simple than that. You don't live what you don't love. You live what you love, and you try and expect what you want. Pastor, you're making it tough. Not making it tough. Your flesh is making it tough. That carnal mindedness is making it tough. I can tell you if anybody can get in on this uh, uh, like myself, that I'm telling you, I didn't make the highest grades on the honor roll system. But I can tell you that the victory that overcomes the world is a part of my life every day. I, I can also tell you that in this flesh, there's a lot of weakness. I disappoint a lot of people, mainly myself. But I know where to head when I'm in that disappointed feeling. 
Because those feelings will sink your mind and your boat, so to speak. But when you reach out, how many of you felt the Spirit of the Lord here when they began to praise the Lord? You may not even been sacrificial. You may not have done anything to help precipitate it, but you felt it. I have watched people jump up and absolutely <clears throat> get angry when they felt that spirit of cleanliness and holiness and righteousness. They, they, and they would make fun of it, and then they'd go dance at a bar and join right in with all the whoremongers and the whores and everything else. I know in whom I have believed. I know that we're going to answer to God for every deed done in this body. That book that has lasted 2,000 years tells us without a question, you're going to stand at the judgment and some he'll say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I don't know you. But to those on the other side, you enter into the joy of the Lord forever. You rejoiced over me when nobody wanted you to do it. You rejoiced over me when you had only one reason to do it. But you loved me and you had confidence in me and you had faith in me and I'm going to reward you with things that you never dreamed that you could have or become. Ladies and gentlemen, you've only dreamed of what you could get on this earth. I'm here to tell you about a God that's got one that is so superior to this. I'm here to tell you today that He's alive and He wants you to be His bride. Give me a lion's den to prove the God that I serve. Daniel was in the lion's den. I I, I am so sad about what happens when you've got this historical evidence. And then people try to tell you that that same God no longer cares what you do. All you got to do is say, I accept him as Savior, and I'm all saved. The Bible doesn't say that. It says, by grace are you saved through faith. Then all you have to do is study the Word. The Bible said, study to show yourself approved. The grace of, listen to it. This is straight out of the book. The grace of God teaches us. You don't have to go to some seminary to find out what grace is. He said, this is so simple, a fool can't err therein. The grace of God teaches us. He never gives you a quotation of truth without giving you evidence. Noah found grace way back yonder when the world was about to go under. And grace taught him how to build a ship. To the saving of his house, the Bible said. That's you. If that's all you You are going to find that the grace of God teaches you. Why does he say, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, if that does not mean something? He don't have to mince words. Why did he say, be ye holy, if he didn't mean it? He don't play games with your mind. That's the psychiatrist's job. 
If he don't introduce you to truth, he has extreme limitations for getting you out of the mess you're in. Because the frustrations come from two thoughts that meet each other and they can't find synonymity or unity. Two thoughts. One says this and one says that. You go crazy and you wonder why I can't drink it all up or drug it all up or do this. I'm telling you, that's why Calvary is here. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, casting all your cares on him because he careth for you. And he we said, I am with you now, but I will be in you. I will be an anchor. I will be a truth. I will be a freedom. I will be a joy. I will be a peace. I will be a victory in your life coach it's it's impossible to be on two teams at once isn't it one of my good friends back here brother uh, Bill Foy I, I don't think some of you have met him uh, but years ago I had the privilege of working in his house as I was working for one of my friends here in town doing a little uh, building remodeling and, and he and I got established a little friendship and then first thing you know, he's got me out there praying over his basketball team before they're going to play games. And I don't know, he's got a beautiful daughter that's, that's wanting to go to the mission field. And I, I got to think about that this morning, Coach, and I, I just think, man, oh, God, what a thrill. But you can't be on two teams at one time. You've got to choose this one or that one. It's impossible to serve both flesh and God. That book says it so simply. So give me a pitiful so I can seek the powerful. Help me to realize how little I am so I will reach into the heavens and touch the infiniteness of His mercy, His wisdom, His glory, His understanding. Help me. Why in the world would we be so uh, distant from a God that's reaching down and says, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden and burdened down. You got this wife over there that she won't do everything you want her to do. Always. There's a few things that will happen somewhere along the way. But God, when you get mad at her, when you get frustrated, look at her. I know she's so beautiful. She's my granddaughter. But I can tell you that things will get frustrating. And you'll wonder if you can be man up enough to do it. I know that hadn't happened in two years, but it'll happen. You're going to have to have a higher level. So if you're going to reach up here, see if you can get her with you. Come unto me, baby. Okay, now this is the way it works. Seek you first the kingdom. And you take a step, and your love is going to hold on to her, embrace her. And the first thing you know, you're going to find out. And my God, I don't know if you all have six or eight kids, but... However many y'all decide to have, it'll be between you and God. But if you ever get a few kids around, you're sure going to need them steps. (laughs) I can tell you. 
then you don't stop bleeding and put them in a little nest and say, now we got it uh, secured. We're, we're into a Pentecostal uh, church. No, 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 no. You seek first the kingdom of God every day. God, not my will, but thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Send me out into a dark world as a light. Help me and my, my, my mate go out and hug a few people and see if it don't change their countenance. Them young'uns are waiting on you. There's a bunch of young'uns that have never been to this church yet and they're waiting on a youth pastor that's got some unlimited power. They're waiting on a church that's got an unlimited future. They're waiting on a church that's got a pastor that preach about an unlimited God. He has no limitations. He is the great God. The only God that is wise in His ways. We're going to do it, church. You hear me? I'm on the path. I'm not stopping. I'm going to keep on keeping on. Lamar County needs every preacher. I wish somebody would travail just for about one minute. Travail in the Holy Ghost, would you? All over this building for our county, our school system, our government. We can change things. Oh, God. Give this preacher the ability to help all these people that are so hungry. Now let's break into about a one minute praise for hearing us. Thank you God for listening to our heart. Thank you God for sensing our hunger. Thank you God for sensing our need. Oh God, give our preacher what he needs to preach. I noted only because there's a few here that didn't really hear me about Gideon. Give me a pitiful so I seek the powerful. Gideon, he got his first church started with 32,000 preachers. Just two sermons later, he has only got 300 left. Don't you ever worry about those that leave the house of God in the sense of worry that God's not doing his part. I'm here to tell you, whether by many or by few, he said, I'm going to have a church that's going to be victorious. He said, whether by many or by few, don't you worry about crowds. You worry about how much Christ. And when you get enough Christ, you won't be worried because greater is he that is in you than and he that is in the world and you're not depending on a lot of people you're depending on one bloodline and that's a name that's above every name and that's a spirit that gives you energy and power and wisdom and knowledge that comes alive as you study the word and trust in the word do you know how to do the trust position do you brother Darian come show the people that are never seen the trust position. Here's your verse. 
Trust in the Lord, and he shall bring it to pass. No, no, don't, don't get there quick. No, no, get close. It's, t- it's tough on these guys to face off that close. You have no idea if you hadn't been a guy. You see, neither one of them is going to look at each other. Now, I want to show you something that God gave me multiple years ago. It's been so long that I can't even remember, but I, I live it every day. He's God for, the, for one minute. How did, did he feel it? Did you see him flinch? He can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Did you see God? Now, trust. Keep them close together. There you go. See, it's hard to trust. There I'm holding that muscle up. Get them arms straight out there. None of us like that vulnerable feeling. But you watch God right now. Did you feel it? Did you sense him compensate immediately? That's what your God. Our God can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. I promise you that you're not experiencing a hurt or a pain right now that if you'll trust in the Lord, He won't suddenly come to the temple. When He said come to the temple, He means you are the temple of the Almighty if you're born again of the water and the Spirit. That's why you don't want to forfeit that beautiful privilege, thank y'all, for being born of the water and the Spirit. That's why the devil fights so hard to keep people from getting the Holy Ghost because God moves in on location and when you've got the Holy Ghost you've got a ghost of God you've got a ghost a spirit that will never mistreat you and will always treat you to the word of God or the bread of life or the wisdom of God or the victory of God or the future of God everything is in the name because the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into it and they are safe it's not about what church you go to it's how much of the word of God you believe and trust in so give me pitiful so I seek power give me a vision so that I offer hope that is valid to my children read the book of Joel sense and see That this man looked over mountains and distances through the Spirit of God that was alive. And he said, in the last days, saith the Lord, I'm going to pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. And upon my servants and upon my handmaidens will I pour out of my Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is living. Liberty, there's victory, there's future, there's wisdom. It's just not a game. It's not who can have the biggest crowd, it's who can have the Christ. Hosea said, I can identify with pain because I know the gain. Because they that suffer with him shall rejoice with him. If you're going through a time of suffering, he said, those that suffer with him shall doubtless come again rejoicing. You're not alone. 
this triumphant picture of winds, all of those people, then plenty more that I could cite to you. I just brought a few categorical things to you that are probably more knowledgeable to most of us. I only brought a few that this God parades His glory all across the whole Old Testament. Then He moves into a flesh body and He calls Himself Jesus, the only begotten of the Father or the source. When you read the word Father, you're not talking about another human. Don't let men make God's world carnal. That's why people say, I don't understand. Well, you don't understand until you practice it. You didn't understand being a, man, a, a married man until you got into it. You sitting too close to her? why we need more preaching not less preaching that's why we need more praying not less praying and I'm not talking about just a a a little petition list I'm talking about the Lord's prayer pray that prayer not my will but thine be done and then accept it as God gives you the rest of the story the championship title belongs on the wall of your mind your victories don't belong on the wall of the world He, he batted Zero. Uh, I mean, he batted with all nothing but wins, and he got a home run every time. That goes on the wall of earth. But what goes in the wall of your mind is, man, the devil thought he had me. But I'm telling you, I made up my mind. I made up my mind. I'll serve the Lord. And all of a sudden, you get these things hanging in the wall of your mind. I overcame this and I overcame that and I overcame this other and I overcame temptations of every sort and so I realize when I have kept overcoming it's not in man to reach his own unlimited potential but with Christ in you then there's hope of glory and I'm talking to somebody today you've been wondering if there's anything left. I'm telling you the table is spread today for those who will and those who want it. I'm telling you today the glory of the Lord is in the house. I lived him. I enjoyed him. I did his life. Here I am ready for his heaven. You can know by the faith and the winds. I overcame this. All you got to do is read Revelations 2 and 3. It'll tell you what you need to know. If in any of this I come short, and I already got ahead of myself with that one right there. You weren't expecting that, was you? Walking with a military man today? Give me. I wish somebody just say it to God sort of quietly. Give me my mount. If you don't have one right now, you need one. Because you and Jesus are fixing to take a new trip to conquer another situation. If you've got a situation in your life that you don't know how to handle, 
All you got to do is bring those petitions before the Lord and tell him, God, that's a situation I by myself cannot handle. Confess your faults one to another. Tell your friend that's a prayer warrior. Listen, I'm not sure what all's going on, but I know one thing. My Redeemer ever liveth and my redeemer knows what I need and my redeemer knows the wisdom that I need to get through what I'm going through I am his and he is mine stay connected with God at all the time this whole thing the goals the plans the pulpit of the United Pentecostal Church of Paris Texas is committed to training humans that have a desire to reach the victory for which they were created. We believe that God put a desire in each of us to become a winner, a victor. He created us to be a living testimony. He created us to be a living voice. He created you in His image for the purpose of giving you His power. You look just like Jesus. And he wanted you so much to know that, that he, God, became flesh and dwelt among us. And we see on the, the screens of different lim, uh, unlimited potentials, uh, we see a figure that is Jesus, our God in the flesh. God was in Christ, the Bible said, reconciling. All you have to say, do is erase the plurality here, that God was in Christ Receiving the world unto himself. There's not a plural there. To himself. He was in a flesh body. And he ruled and reigned. And Paul to Timothy. And in the book of Revelation you'll see it. Ruling and reigning with him forever. The kingdom of God is being challenged. There are sciences. There are false prophets. There's every kind of thing that can happen is happening, but the Bible told you in advance it would happen. There's not anything happening that God didn't say. In the last days, false prophets will come preaching in my name. But they're not my bloodline. They share different venues and virtues. And that's why we're praying for your pastor and every pastor in this area we're praying God don't let any of them get off course. God is going to save. Musicians are coming. All who are lost in this myriad of flesh productions. There is a myriad of stuff you can watch on TV. You're seeing some of the most sordid stuff. Same-sex marriage. All the stuff that's going on. You better prepare yourself for worse than that. Because the day of the Antichrist is going to be worse than you have ever seen. And if you're not in the Christ, the Bible said the Antichrist is going to have enough power that he will do signs, wonders, and miracles, just like over here where Jesus is doing signs, wonders, and miracles. God didn't hold that back. If I'd have been him with my mind, I would have held that back and said, in the last days, I will knock him out first. That would be me. But he's going to give him time to give you the proof you need whether you really believe in Jesus or whether you've just got a fictitious relationship with him. Because he said, my sheep, hear my voice 
They know my voice. And a stranger they will not follow. That's why you've got to pray real faithfully. Because even in your prayer chamber, I can't tell you the amounts of times that the Antichrist has showed up in my prayer meeting. Not to scare you. But if you don't know the Word of God, you'll get mixed up on the voices. If you don't trust in the Word of God, you'll get mixed up on the voices. But he said, my sheep, hear my voice. You know, my secretary right now, can you tell when I'm on the phone? Can you tell when your husband's on the phone? Can you tell when your grandbaby's on the phone? Funny, isn't it? How we have voice discernment, but can't tell when it's the devil or a demon that's tempting us. Always the demons will twist truth just a little. They will tell you that a truth is not important. You don't have to do that. That's demons. They lie. They don't know how to tell truth because they don't live in it. But an angel of God will tell you the Word of God because He knows that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And there was no difference between the Spirit and the Christ. That was the Word incarnate. Those are huge realizations. They make all the difference in your daily righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Don't ever tell people, I'm not doing that because I'm Pentecostal. Tell them, The Bible says, lay aside every weight and the sin. Not just sin, the weights. Do you understand what a weight is? Try to go over and hug Gandhi. (laughs) You got to fight the fight of faith. You got to lay aside every weight. There's things that will get your brain all messed up just waits and you can't touch peace and you can't touch joy because he is our joy he is our peace he is our righteousness you got to lay aside anything that's holding you back from your relationship it's not going to all happen today you're going to go out here and exercise yourself to godliness you're going to go out of here and if you want to be Mr. Muscle Man, you, you're going to have to exercise. You're not just going to come up with a way to uh, knock off Samson. you got to listen to the voice of God. Could we stand? Sing it, would you? This altar's open for anybody that wants the Holy Ghost. Your faith has risen. If you want a renewing of the Holy Ghost, you got plenty of time. Don't let the enemy mess you up. This is your day. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, this is your day to exercise your right of faith. All over the building, would you pray? For our city, for our church family, 
the future. Do now to do the same thing for me. Yes. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh rock, oh rock of ages. Pray for, pray for our city. Pray for all the preachers in our city. When Zion travails, send the daughters. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh. 
the same. 